Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're going into the Gospel of John, chapter 6. I want to share verses 8 and 9 with you. And let's, let's talk just for a few minutes today about having a childlike faith. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that with this huge crowd? Now, it, it seems that John's gospel was the last of the four gospels written. John, uh, it, it seems, was the, the youngest of the disciples, and there are some hints that, uh, that he was, therefore, under Jesus' special care as, as the youngest. And, and so, for instance, he's reclining uh, by Jesus at the Last Supper. We see Jesus entrust his mother to John and vice versa uh, right there on, on the cross. And, and so um, he writes his gospel later than the others, still really pretty close to uh, the resurrection of Jesus chronologically. But, but when you look at the, at the gospels, you see some, some variations between them. Uh, it... Uh, has to do with God using the gospel writer, their personality, their experience, in the case of Luke, his research and the experience of those that he connects with um, and as he interviews those witnesses. For John, you, you see that, um, that God invites him, calls him to draw out some aspects that you, you don't find in, in the other gospels. All the Gospels seem to have specific purposes and specific witness. And, and, um, and one of those that I'd like to draw out here that is, uh, is I think, so interesting and, and also so important for us to see here, that an, an aspect that it doesn't appear in, in any of the other Gospels. Uh, the, the story of the feeding of the 5,000, of course, does. And, and the five loaves and two fish appear in the other Gospels. But what does not is the fact that those five loaves and those two fish, they, they came from a little boy. That it was maybe his lunch. <laughs> it was what he uh, had uh, to offer. And, and of course, Andrew, as he offers these, this food on behalf of the little boy, um, of course, Andrew didn't take it from the little boy. Jesus didn't say, how are we going to feed all these people? And Andrew goes over and grabs this little boy's food. Um, th that's not what happened. In fact, we can, we can uh, picture this. N knowing little children and, um, and, and how they think and what they do and just the kindness of their sweet little hearts, um, we can see this happening. Jesus is talking to the disciples about feeding all of these people. And, um, and the little boy has an idea. You can, you can see the light come on, and he looks down at his food, and, and he grabs it up, and he very proudly uh, marches it over to, to Jesus, and he's starting to come closer to Jesus. He, he sees Andrew first. Maybe the little boy even knows Andrew from somewhere, and and he, he says, you can have 
my food. You can have my food. And, um, and, and I think that we can picture ourselves too in this situation being just like, just like Andrew looking at the boy and thinking, oh my goodness, is, that's cute, it's cute, but how very naive, right? We adults, we understand practicality, we understand possibility, but do you see, I, I think that part of the reason this is, this is in the Gospel of John giving us additional perspective to the other Gospels. I think a big part of why this is here is for us to hear yet again Jesus calling for us to have a childlike faith, a childlike faith where we would hear the call of the Lord and just simply offer Him what we have and obey Him simply with this this humble, simple, complete trust uh, of Jesus, trusting Him with our lives, with what little we have to do great things, the great things that He has promised. And so, friends, I want to ask you, um, wh where do you find your faith these days? Do, do you find a great deal of, of skepticism a great deal of of doubt do you do you find that that you've hardened your heart toward the call of the Lord toward the the concept that the Lord tells us in his word that he he's making us into a masterpiece in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good works prepared in advance for us to do do you find a, a sweetness in your spirit a a joy in the Lord to discover what the Lord has for you to do for Him each and every day? Do you, do you find an exhilaration from the, the thought of being used by the Lord and, and knowing that our strength is small, do you yet have trust in the provision, in the power, in the capacity of the Lord to do far more than we could think or imagine, far more than we could ask? Because He is God. And because he is good, I I want to <laughs> I want to spend some time today thinking about what it would be like if my faith looked more like that little boy. Jesus raises a need, and I come over with my very small ability, my very small resources to say, Lord, could you do something with this? And indeed, he can and he does. Can you imagine what a saint this boy must have been in the church, that in the, in the early church? What a, what a passionate commitment he must have had for the Lord, knowing that his little, his little lunch, these tiny little fish and these tiny little loaves were used to feed the multitudes, were used as a great miracle, validating confirming the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, his identity, that you are a part of that. What, what a saint of the church this little boy must have been. Would you join me in thinking through what it would be like to have the faith of this little boy? And may it be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you.